Hello, everybody. Welcome to Versus Pop Culture. If you are listening to this, you have found us on our new platform, Anchor.fm, and we'd like to welcome you and thank you for joining us here. You may not have even noticed because if everything went properly, all of your subscribers and stuff got migrated over and it's going to be good. (laughs) My name is Richard. With me is Johnny. Yes, sir. And Greg. Hello. You may be saying to yourself, they don't have enough listeners for a new platform. You're probably right. <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, there are some really interesting things with Anchor that you will possibly be coming into play in the next few months. Um, and if it does, we'll make sure that you're aware of it. But um, yeah, the, uh, suffice to say right now, we're really excited to give it a shot. We have got a jam-packed show for you. We will be talking about Black Adam, the World Cup, Jack Ryan, and Wednesday. Gregory. Yes, sir. To keep you involved, we're going to stagger these between things that you don't give a shit about and things that you give a shit about. Okay. Unfortunately, there's only one thing in this you actually do give a shit about. Uh, So do you want to talk about Black Adam or the World Cup final first? (laughs) Uh, we'll start for World Cup because Black Adam may take a little bit longer. I mean, I'm, okay. that won't take longer for me. I think it's going to take longer for you guys. They will. I don't think that's correct at all. <laughs> all right, buddy. World yeah. Cup final happened. Yep. Inexplicably, the USA was not in it. I don't know how <laughs> that happened. Yeah, you're right. Good luck with that. Uh, roll it, baby. Talk about it. Uh, it was actually, there, I've had a lot of people tell me that they have started to be a lot, you know, be they're starting to be football fans now because of that World Cup. Because it was a the first half was very, um, <laughs> you know, Argentina was kind of on them, right? They were up 2 0, it looked like they were just cruising, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, France remembered they were France and Mbappe scored twice in like seven minutes to tie it up. So it went kind of it. It got real tense was real he, quick. Was he named after um, the Hanson song or not? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? It's in Bombay. Uh, so once that happened, and then it ended up going to a shootout that uh, was very exciting to watch, and people really enjoyed it. So I, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it just kind of reminds you of the World Cup, what makes the World Cup so good. Like you see all these great players, you see all in the great, you know, the best players step up when it's needed. So, which makes it even more sad that Pele is gone now, which is the only person ever to win three World Cups. Yeah. Probably one of the only people that. Have even had the possibility of doing it. Pele, uh, Pele is such a soccer star, or uh, well, he was such a massive international star that even a country that could not give a shit less about soccer, Pele was still famous here. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's just great. To, it's great to see, and the amount of people that kind of came out and. Like, hey, thank you for what you did, type stuff. 
He's such he's such an amazing player. And even though we've never got to see him play, you've seen the high I've seen some of the highlights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but he's very well respected across you know, every sport for what he did what he did. So it was kinda it was heartbreaking to see when you see like some of the pic some of the pictures before he was uh before he passed, maybe with his daughter like hugging him type stuff was just you know hard to look yeah. at. But uh, Yeah. You, I'm, I'm I'm good without looking at that. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. It was a rough one, but um, um, it's just one of those. It kind of gives you an idea of how, like, with you know, the World Cup in general, just brings a lot of people together. Even all the bad things that FIFA does, still, it has I think a net positive. You know, it's hard. It's one of those things you get so torn up with all oh, their corruption and bringing it to the certain country that it's in right now. Um, the sport and the performances are beautiful, but everything aside from that is just like there's not much redemption for the right. location, the organization, the people responsible, the people not held responsible. Um, but, you know, once you set or have some ability to just, there's still a way to elicit change with Mm -hmm. a lot of those things. Right. Um, But like, I still think that was probably the biggest missed opportunity for the countries that were supposed to host that it could have been. Cause could you imagine what that would have done for the sport in the U S had that final happened here? Right. Holy moly. And it, the good thing yeah. is though, the U.S., Canada, and Mexico are getting it in 2026. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean the U.S. is where's where's the women's tournament? I meant to ask you this. Uh, it's in two more years. It, it's it it's every two. It's men's, women's, men's, women's type stuff. What's coming up this spring? It should be. I thought it was every. Well, I'll look. What women's World Cup? Yeah, I thought it was every. If it's offset, it should. Yeah, it should not. Shouldn't be till next year. This twenty twenty three. No, it is in twenty twenty three. It's in, it's oh, okay. in uh, New Zealand. Okay, that'd be kind of fun. I would, I'd love to go see that. <laughs> like that'd be awesome. Get to see New Zealand and see the Women's World Cup. Yeah. Um. It's Australia, New Zealand. So even better. Why do I have this feeling that you would just be sending out pictures like from in front of the Hobbit holes, but you would have like no smile on your face whatsoever? You would just be like, hundred percent." That would be stone faced. That's me. It's, it's February. It's literally a month away, a month and a half. It's July. I'm seeing match schedule for the playoff tournament starts. Oh, that's Friday, yeah. February seventeenth. It's a playoff tournament. That's that's the the get in stages. Get in stages. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. We'll take it. It's more international play that doesn't involve. <laughs> Johnny's like, people. look, I need this shit mainline straight to my veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they didn't put the U.S. in the same group as England this time. U.S. has uh, Vietnam, Netherlands, and the Group A playoff winner. 20th July to 20th August is the actual world. That's Cup. awesome. I hope it's t- well, it's going to be hard to watch because it's in New Zealand. 
because of time difference. I mean, I don't think it'll be any harder than Qatar. Well, well, true. I mean, Qatar kind of it happened at the like perfect times, like eight a.m., eleven a.m., two p.m. type stuff. Okay. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on the World Cup? I did not know. Um, I thought it was. I don't know if you guys saw this, but that jackass chef Salt Bay uh, on yeah. the field. <laughs> Trying to take the trophies away from guys. Tried to get a picture with Messi, and Messi like straight up was like, I "Nah." I don't understand. Like, I I get that the man is the owner of some very nice restaurants, very expensive restaurants, and like I know that like Jeff Ruby is borderline Cincinnati sports royalty, but I feel That's like if much. the Bengals win the Super Bowl, he's not running onto the field grabbing the Super Bowl trophy from Joe Burrow and like. Kissing it and hugging it and taking pictures. Oh yep. no, because he would he would get clocked. So guess what's happened to Salt Bay? He got banned. I know he got banned from the U.S. Open, and I'm just like, <laughs> how often does this dude actually sprinkle salt on people's food? And how often is he attending international sporting events and running onto the field? He's Marlins man, international. <laughs> it's so much worse. Marlins man doesn't <laughs> run onto the field when the Yankees win the World Series and knock down Jeter and take away the trophy. It's because he would have been tased, arrested, and held in jail. Yeah, I just I can't comprehend what made him think like I deserve this. These people have worked their whole life to hold this trophy, <laughs> but I deserve to run onto the field and grab it and hold it and hug it because he's famous. He's pseudo famous. That's that's the thing. He is. He's pseudo famous. Like, honestly, I looked at the pictures of him. I know what Salt Bay looks like in the Salt Bay photos and videos. Yeah, he doesn't look like Salt Bay in that in those pictures from the World Cup. No, a lot of cosmetic surgery will do that to you. I mean, he just he looked damp. <laughs> No oh, man. Okay. Well, it was I. You know what, I Greg, we were even texting during that match, mm-hmm. the final as well, and I was just like, "What is happening?" Right? It's such. It's it was face melting. Like I don't think I have ever seen a like go home winner take all match or final in any sport. Maybe, maybe. The Blackhawks Cup win when they scored two goals in 17 seconds to beat Boston. That was batshit crazy. Like, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Right. I mean, it does because I've seen it happen. So, like, I, it's, it's tough to, like, for personal reasons for the Argentinian France match to take over the number one spot. But, like, man, it's, it's tough though because people who this is the first time they've ever watched football. That's kind of a bad time to start watching because you leave that and you start watching like regular like club play. You're not going to get that. <laughs> like be prepared because it's going to be a lot of nothing. Right. <laughs> it's and if you watch like mid-tier club, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just today. I love Wolverine. I'm going to decide to be a Wolverhampton fan. Okay. Well, a <laughs> your life's about to suck worse than it did before. Right. But also, 
you're not going to see much happening on the field of play because unless they're playing <laughs> Arsenal or LFC, there's not much going in the net. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of it funny was... because like when you're when you're like 30 and you're like, I'm going to pick my football team, like soccer, you have all the information in front of you. You yeah. should know that by deciding to become like a Tottenham fan, like they haven't won like a Premier League in X number of years, and you, you like you know that you're in for a shit time. But I don't know, like it's just so interesting to me. Like I, I, I read this quote, and it was, um, "Guys will pick their favorite football team when they're 12 years old and let it make them mad for the rest of their life." <laughs> I remember seeing that. It's true. Um, but if you're doing it when you're 30 or 35 <laughs> or 40, like use the information at your disposal, god damn it. Like, <laughs> like there's no reason not to choose to be a Chelsea fan or a Manchester United fan. Like, pick the Yankees of the Premier League. Fuck it. Right. Pick the team that every other year you're gonna be like. Hell yeah, we're winning it all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think Be for some of us, though, it's, it's the like long term play of like being invested in something that's not great and hoping one day maybe they can be. It's so much, it's so hard to do with the EPL team, though. If you, if you really yeah. get an EPL, yeah, because I mean, Arsenal is they're top of the league right now. Like this is the first time they're top of the league in, I don't know, 15 years or something. I forgot the yeah. exact number, uh, but everybody hates Arsenal because they have some of the, they're like the Ohio state of the EPL. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious to kind of watch. Well, it was just, it was one of those things that I think it was a great, other than the location and the advertising revenue going to that country. I think it was a great thing for the sport. I think it was a great thing for the fans. Um, and I really do hope that North America steps up in four years and does it even better. Mm-hmm. The U.S. is going to have to start doing something, man. I read somewhere, it was a great point, that like the U.S. is never going to be that type of country until the U.S. decides that its best athletes are also soccer players. Right. Because that's what happens. All the best athletes from Argentina, from Spain, from Germany are all footballers. And until that is the perspective and that's the approach or that's what's happening, you're... <laughs> I, I, I can hear the eagle scream off in the distance as Richard's flying in with a flag between his teeth ready to fight. Um, no, what, what it comes but down to. that's what's going to happen because until the best athletes from this country are the ones representing in... Football, the performance that you saw, it, it's they're, they're good. They are good. They're not great. Well, what it comes down to, honestly, is it comes down to a, a lot of things, but it comes down to money in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our athletes are athletes from, like, a young age, and they decide at the age of like 10, like, I'm going to do football, I'm going to do basketball, I'm going to do baseball, whatever it is. And a big part of it is, you know, kids seeing an opportunity to 
you know, go and play football and get a college scholarship and hopefully get in the NFL and sign a $200 million contract. And there's no $200 million contracts in soccer in the U S at this point. Right. And it doesn't make the headlines. Like right now, even though a lot of kids play soccer, they all generally move out, out of it at a relatively young age and into another sport. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have a problem with soccer. I, I enjoy soccer. Um, go FC Cincinnati, baby. Did you? Um, I'm not sure if you saw it, but like some of the they brought out some of the uh, uh, most watched the cities in the U.S. that most watched the world. Oh, Cup. Cincinnati was consistently top three. Right. Like I love that. I love that for our city. Yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati was consistently top three in um, ratings data for. The World Cup this past year, Johnny. Yep. We, uh, and we yeah, no, it, I, I agree. I, I I like that too. It's interesting because you know Cincinnati very quickly became a soccer loving town. I won't say we're a soccer town because in the end we're still a football town. Mm. Um, but exactly. Cincinnati very quickly became a soccer loving town, uh, entirely based off of the excitement from FC Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, it's just cool to see the game flourish in new areas. It just would have been kind of cool to have the tournament here as it was supposed to be. My final thought. Yep. Yeah, I'm still I'm still a little grumpy looking at the map of where they put all of the World Cup cities for 2026. Yeah. Uh, you mean it's not easy to travel between Vancouver and Toronto? Just like, <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, you, you look at it and like, there is, I think the closest city to us is like Atlanta. Yeah. It's like, dude, like I know Cincinnati was in the running and didn't get it, but you could have at least dropped one in Chicago. And the fact that neither Cincinnati nor Chicago got it, like, like if you look at the map, it's just like the coast, basically. I mean, I'd be upset, but, you know, as a nice secondary prize, Chicago got NASCAR. Uh, we kind of have that already. <laughs> it's called driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, but I, like, I don't know. Like, you had to drop one in Philadelphia and Boston and New York. Like, seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't disagree with you, man. But you're also trying to reconcile why the same organization that went to Qatar picked those cities. Right. Yeah, I know. They they picked them because they're <laughs> fucking cool. That's what it comes down to. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, the, no the, I don't think the cities were paying the kickbacks. I think the, uh, the USA Soccer was paying the kickbacks. Mm-hmm. You think cities were paying kickbacks on top of what kickbacks USA Soccer was paying? I'm, I, I, I know where you're at. I know what you're trying to say. But if I oh, have learned anything in the last I, I little while. Be as clear as I can. 
There are many yellow envelopes that got exchanged from certain demographics within certain cities. And it's not surprising that Philly, Boston, and New York just, oh, New York. Listen, everyone around the world, New York. Yeah. it's That was a no-brainer. But I think they missed out on an opportunity. Like, look at the absolute gong show of passion that, like, <clears throat> the Washington football club has as well not the not nfl but like oh my god what's the name of their team their club i'm sorry you talking about the seattle sounders no the the, dc united United. sorry but like that fan base is crazy man you're telling me that that area wouldn't have just been absolutely blown up or or if you look at the people that watch the world cup how did cincinnati not get it they're the most watched, yeah. you know, top three in the in the all, in all of the U.S. of watching the World Cup. You don't think it's always going to be infrastructure, man? Yeah, it's, it's always going to be infrastructure. Here. Look how many people traveled. It's uh, well, that's just, I think that's going to be awaken. It's going to be a wake up call for people yeah. that like, oh, I'm going to go watch three or four matches. Like, no, you're not, unless you're driving yeah, a lot no. or flying a lot. Yeah, yeah and that's. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you because the only way you're going to see multiple matches is either if you stay directly on one of the coasts or you're willing to fly a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Boston, Philadelphia, and New York, you can go between those three cities like that real easy. Yeah. But none of the other none of the other areas really have that option. Like San Francisco and LA are both in the same state, but they're not close. Yeah. And Houston and Dallas, again, same state, not close. Um, Okay, we've we've blathered on enough about the World Cup at this point. Uh, Let us blather on about Jack Ryan quickly, because I don't think Johnny's had a chance to watch it yet. Let's hang around in D.C. and talk about Richard's favorite superhero. Jack Ryan Season 3 came out. Almost none of it takes place in D.C., Fantastic. Uh, largely a European show this year. Um, <laughs> I actually liked this probably better than the first two seasons. Okay. Uh, still a little sad. Abby, Abby Cornish is still not in it again this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, Jack does not exactly have time for a home life this season. So, you know, maybe she's still out there. Uh, actually, she's already been announced as being back in season four. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, they dialed back a bit on Jack being like the smartest person in every room that he's in. Uh, there's still probably a little too much of like everyone around him being like, Jack Ryan's a goddamn national hero. Who's the smartest man alive. We should listen to him. (laughs) Um, but Overall, I still think this is actually a really solid season. Um, I can yeah. definitely see why they probably held off on this season for as long as they did. Uh, because, spoiler alert, the villain country of the season is Russia. Uh, and they are attempting to start a war. So I, I understand why maybe this didn't come out earlier this year. Mm. Read the room. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, you, you 
you guys know we shot this in 2021, right? We, 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 we didn't know. We, we didn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, uh, if you happen to like season one or two of Jack Ryan, uh, go ahead and give it a shot because there's a good chance that you will enjoy season three. It is in its entirety available on Amazon Prime Video. Nice. Um, All right. And then speaking of Jack Ryan, the person that I was hoping they would have cast to play the titular character in the series. The Rock? It was actually Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and instead of getting him as Jack Ryan, we got him as... <laughs> Tath Adam. Yep. That's always a good one. Tath Adam. Yep. It was, uh, I was, oh boy, Greg. Um, it's kind of infuriating, isn't it? I don't want to steal thunder, to be honest. Do your thing. No, I I really, I. (laughs) Go go ahead, Greg, because we, we, I I don't want to hear you say, yeah, what he said. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, I want that. I want that today. That's my turn. (laughs) That was, I, how did that, how did that make it to the theaters? Like how like it, that was like a VHS movie, not even DVD. It, it is, it is kind of infuriating though, because like you're watching it and you're like, "There's some good in this, but what in the blue hell were they thinking? What good did you see? That uh, thing Dr. was some doo doo. I think Doctor like, Fate worked. I, no, actually, like, for me, I think most of the JSA worked, although costumes were a little eh. There's but, nothing about that movie was redeemable. I, nothing. Okay, so we're going to go into spoilers here. If you haven't seen Black Adam and you're like, oh man, don't spoil it for me. Yeah, here, um, let me save you the hell, the, the hell scape that you're looking forward to. Just don't. Okay. Right. Just don't. Just don't. It's freaking horrible. In, in, all, in all honesty, in the year of our Lord, 2022 they decided they needed to humanize Black Adam by pretending that he's Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2 and giving him a child sidekick who teaches him how to love again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's straight up what that was. That was the Arnold character from Terminator 2 and Edward Furlong slash John Connor. Except for the kid was somehow more annoying than Edward Furlong. And was just completely unnecessary. This film was terrible. Dwayne did not look good. Like it, that movie that was so bad it lying and it's like slow-mo and his like old oh. face is kind of rippling in the wind. I was like, they let that into the film? That movie was for so someone bad. who tries to protect his brand by having that weird contractual agreement that he can only lose like two fights <laughs> in the right. next eight films. So what? Stupid. Yeah, mm. Man. that was not dude, that was not good. That was I. I don't even like honestly. I don't even really want to get into it that much because it was just so bad. Yeah, I. I <laughs> I looked at Ashley. We were laying, we were laying here watching it, and it was like it was kind of a nice. We tried to do a date night thing. We got a bunch of snacks. We were all set to go, 
<laughs> like everything was great except the movie. I did have a couple moments where I laughed. I think Ashley had one or two moments where she was like, that was kind of fun. But like overall, the two of us sat there with Black Adam and just, what was this? I was like, if we had sat down to watch the Ben Affleck Daredevil when it came out on video, this is it. And that's, in the end, I think that's my issue with it. Like you sit down, you watch it, and it's just like, it legit and I and I told you guys this. It legitimately feels like a comic book movie that was made in like 2007. Yeah, like it. it <clears throat> excuse me. And that's I know that's the year that that uh, Dwayne signed on for this was like 2007. It's like they wrote the script, showed it to him, and he was like, "I'll sign on, but this script can't change one word between now and when we shoot." Because it is, it's the same, it, all of the issues that you would watch a mid 2000s comic book movie and you would be like, this is a problem are on display in this. I just thought of it. It's literally like they took one of the stories from DC ultimate online and then also used the gameplay and put it on film. That's what they did. Okay. That's what they did. That's what it looked like. That's how the CG appeared. That's what it looked like. Um, I really don't want to spend 10 more minutes on this. There is no reason to do it. I think James Gunn, for people who are out crying that James Gunn is like, nah, I don't think we're going to do this again. Can you fucking blame him? No. <laughs> Looking around at this <sighs> landscape right now and be like, would you want to continue with your name attached to this stuff? No, it's done. We're done. That's, you know what? You guys had your chance. We've talked about this. And the dead horse is literally just named DC because they have reboot, soft, hard reboots. I, I, I'm, I don't care, man. James Gunn, at this point, the, it, it, they have fallen so far, so far off of where they could have been following Man of Steel, that it doesn't matter. James Gunn should have free reign to do whatever he wants. I don't think it's entirely fair to say they've all they've all fallen off where they did Man of Steel. They've, they've released some good movies, but... But you can't double back on those without the others. And anyway... Not, no. He's got to be given the chance to build... Oh, no, he, he, he does. He he ha- he has to be given the chance to do what he's going to do. And the big rumor is, is that next week at this time, or possibly the week after at this time, we're going to have a good idea what their first slate of movies are going to be. Perfect. Um, and I'm really excited for that. We'll see. Yeah. And that's, and that's basically we'll where I'm at with it. Like we, we will see like they, they've they, a lot of the heavy lifting to get people to understand that there's a multiverse has already been done by the other company. Yeah. And it's going to be done again this summer by Ezra Miller. Um, so, you know, like there's a good chance that we have a better understanding of, you know, where we're going to be and what we're going to see here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, let's just, I'm content to bury this. Like my name's James Gunn. Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will never watch... watch black Adam again. No, I was I was gonna say too is 
that one movie gave James Gunn more leeway for me. Like, bruh, there's no fucking, no way you're going to continue that arc. None. <laughs> like, I think James Gunn watched that and was like, yo, you done, son. I have no idea. Like, what? That was, that was some, oh, that was horrible. I don't I know think how the can, hell. I think you can it. still make um, Black Adam a compelling villain in someone else's movie. I think it has, at this point, I think it has to be a different Black Adam. Like, put somebody else there. I'm not sure if it was The Rock, the writing, or the way it was shot. At this point, you duke it. But he miraculously just had the Dwayne Johnson, like, accent. I, I literally have no idea. Right. How did he come okay. out speaking English? Okay, but again, Craig, they're not going to subtitle the entire movie. Like, no, it has nothing to do with that. Like, how did he came out? He can understand the language, but it's not going to like remove the strength and muscles in his vocal cords to all of a sudden completely articulate the same way someone would from Tampa Bay, Florida. At at some point, you just have to assume that they're speaking their own language and it's being translated to English for us to be able to understand it. But then you have the same dealing with the Justice Society. (laughs) I don't know. I'm fine. Like, I'm 100% fine reading subtitles you guys give me shit for that all the time no great. So, I, I, listen, man, I have subtitles on everything i want but here's the thing subtitles <laughs> not fixing that movie so, like, sub, the, subtitles subtitles 100 make watching anything at home better right yeah. if i could go to the theater and be like hey man uh here's 10 bucks uh turn on the subtitles option i would do that in a heartbeat <sighs> yup and by the way this it's is there. how we know we're getting old it's dead. It's buried. It can stay there. Um, speaking of dead and buried, Richard, what else did we watch this week? I watched the entirety of Wednesday. We watched the entirety of Wednesday over two days. Uh, I basically <laughs> did too. We Thursday night, I was like, oh, I got to get out for early for work. How many more do you think we can do? She's like, it's 930. And I'm like, great. We can watch three more. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. And we went to bed at midnight, and the next day was, it was tough, but it was worth it. Um, basically, I'll give a quick synopsis. Wednesday follows the misadventures of one Wednesday Adams from the Notorious Adams family, as she is not so <laughs> ceremoniously removed from her public school, or private, private school, right? It was a private school. I'm assuming yeah. if they were playing water polo in the first episode, it's a private school. Um, and dumped into the school which Gomez and Morticia both attended, which is called Nevermore Academy. And hijinks ensue. Um, Jenna Ortega plays the main character of Wednesday Adams. Oh, why can't I think of it now? Michael Douglas's wife, Catherine Zeta Jones, no. is Morticia Adams, and it's Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman plays Gomez little bit of a tip of the cap I love Luis Guzman there is nothing that man has done that I don't laugh I didn't, he might be in a bad movie but he cracks me up I didn't think he was great in this he wasn't but it was enough to offset the seriousness of Catherine Zeta-Jones that it worked well because he was just that kind of like manic goofy kind of character and i think it worked well i was more agitated by the way they portrayed 
Pugsley. Doesn't matter because he's only in two episodes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, this is going to be our last topic of the day, unless we come up yeah. with something else off the top of our heads because we actually haven't talked about our week at all. But um, let's just say this is our last topic of the day. And from here on out, we're going to go ahead and get into spoilers. Um, yeah. I enjoyed this show. Johnny enjoyed this show. If you are interested at all in the Adams family um, or, I don't know, goth chicks, um, give a shot to Wednesday because you'll probably enjoy it. If you're looking for a replacement after they canceled Sabrina, the teenage witch, whatever the hell it was on Netflix. The Chilling Adventures this of is, Sabrina. Yeah, whatever. This is your replacement. You're welcome. So from here on out, spoilers. Have a great week if, you have, if you're going to stop listening. Peace. <laughs> um, yeah. It, the usage, usage of Pugsley in a lot of ways kind of echoed the... Um, I don't know if you watched the two recent cartoons of Adam's Family. Um, I have a nine-year-old girl. You may not be aware of this. Um, <laughs> so I watched both of the cartoons of the Adam's Family. Um. And it kind of echoed that. Like, Pugsley is basically ignored in most recent Adams Family media. Um, mm. Like, he was just there to literally be tortured by Wednesday in both of those. Like, they would pan over and, like, Wednesday would have him on that thing that I don't know the name of, where you're stretched out and you pull a crank and it stretches the person further. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, that would be, like, his extent of what he was doing in a scene in that show or in that movie. So I didn't see I didn't see this as being any different from that, so that didn't bother me. But I do get what you're saying, that he is grossly misused. Just felt normal. He just felt like a normal kid, to be honest. I mean, outside of a couple instances where, like, he had some of those, like, homicidal tendencies, which they weren't even really. I mean, the grenades with the pond. That's just like, who amongst us has not been like, you know what would be funny? I'm going to throw a grenade in the pond and see how many fish come up. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, A, that's torturing animals and you should be in prison. But it's, I just, I don't know, man. Um, there was a few things. The good I want to do or give to this, Gwendolyn Christie was fantastic. She was. She has. She has been great in everything I have seen her in since star wars man to be honest i mean she's only had a couple spot roles here but like her portrayal of brianna tarth in game of thrones she's just been fantastic um i don't let me go back through this right now tim burton didn't feel like as much of a tim burton joint as i expected so i will give him credit for that because he does have a very bad habit of kind of leaning into the same stylistic tendencies and those, those things were present, but not overwhelming this time. Well, and this is, this is one of those Tim Burton things that like, yeah, it involved Tim Burton, but it wasn't exactly Tim Burton as any, of the main players. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't created by Tim Burton. It wasn't yeah. written by Tim Burton. He pulled a team together that did very well. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, honestly, most shocking thing to me. Helena Bonham Carter wasn't in it. No. Uh, do you know who actually did create it? I feel like I saw the name and it caught me off guard. Alfred Goo and Miles Millar. Okay. Now you might be saying to yourself, those names sound familiar. And for some reason, I have a feeling of dread when I hear them, but I can't think of why. You know, actually, I'm, I'm being an ass here because Tim Burton did direct four of the episodes and I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Goo and Millar are the people who created um, Smallville. Yeah. So, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's why when I see it, I'm just like, oh no. Oh no, no. <laughs> Richard has Vietnam flashbacks yeah. when that happens. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. I'm like, oh no, Wednesday's never going to wear her black dress in this until the very end episode. <laughs> and then you're only going to see it flashed for like three seconds. <laughs> um, the one time that I did get a little bit agitated and you could tell was the, I don't want to give like all spoilers. I really don't want to get that deep into this. I think I just give everybody kind of an idea what they're getting into. Um, I mean, the monster that felt out of place a little bit, given the quality of production they gave to things. You're talking about the CG. Yeah. yeah. The monster looked horrific. That looked like a Tim Burton, like it looked like Tim Burton kind of shit himself into a couple of the scenes. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I know, I don't think we've, talked about this that much that we're beating a dead horse but there are points where cg is used where it doesn't need to be used yeah where someone's just like oh yeah we're just gonna make the monster out of cg and in reality if they just did some practical makeup and effects and then use cg to accentuate it a little bit excuse me yeah it would have looked a lot more a lot more believable and unfortunately they did not so we were left with I mean, it would have looked in place in like a 2001 video game cutscene. Yeah. And that's really disappointing to me. Um, I just, yeah. Um, I, I don't want people to think I didn't enjoy this. I did enjoy it. We both actually enjoyed it. Ashley loved this. Ashley said it's probably her favorite new thing we watched in 2022, which is crazy because we just finished it 24 hours before 22 is done. Um, but I do think it was tough not to keep watching every episode because it didn't feel like those episodes were as long as they were. No, the episodes were solidly 45 minutes to 55 minutes a piece. Um, and, and they were, they were really compelling. Like actually it's, there wasn't lulls in like the episode, there wasn't a point in many of the episodes, maybe one or two spots, but even then it would come back with like this triumphant fanfare moment. If there was like a one or two minute lull in the action. Um, I thought all the characters just portrayed themselves really, really well. And I, I mean, the practical effects for some of the deaths, pretty damn good. I, I, I will be completely honest with you. And I will tell you something you're not going to agree with. Because it's going to sound ludicrous. 
aside from the last episode, which I liked her the best, I could have dealt with a tiny bit less Wednesday in almost every episode. Okay. Well, that's fair. Um, I overall enjoyed it. I overall enjoyed the characterization, but she was just a little, honestly, a little too edgy for me all the time. <laughs> that was not my biggest complaint. My biggest complaint coming out of this is that it was like someone watched the Harry Potter films and wanted to make them dark. Oh yeah, 100%. Everything from the boat race to the final action scene to the snow and the winter scene. And I just, everything. And it was kind of starting to bother Ashley a little bit where I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a weird nod to um, literally everything I saw from J.K. Rowling on film. <laughs> no, I, I I actually relatively right agree with all that. either magical or muggles. It was the same battle, back and forth. Again, where they're not seen as being equal. Um, it was still good. I mean, I, I don't want people to like not watch this. Greg? It was... You could probably give this a couple episodes and like get a pretty good feel for it. I think is like a passing, like if you're doing something at home and you're working on something, I think it's something you could still follow along with without having to devote your full attention to it and still keep up with the story because they do a good enough job. Yeah. There's not, there wasn't as much, there's very little filler, which I appreciate. Um, The cameo from another family member of theirs was fantastic. Even if only for one episode, I laughed. I love the actor that portrayed. Um, it just it it had a really organic flow to I, the series. Um, I, I think that my biggest complaint would, in the end, would honestly be that it wasn't an Adams Family series. Yes, I, but it was never. I, I know. I completely understand it, and, right? and they they never claimed it was. Um, it was funny though, like a- Amy actually watched it the week before or two weeks before I did. She watched it when I had COVID. Um, yeah. And then I watched it, you know, this past week and she watched a mm-hmm. few of the episodes with me. Um, and it, it was kind of funny because in the second view through, she, she started nitpicking a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm like, here's the biggest nitpick slash question. Why wasn't Wednesday already at Nevermore? Child <laughs> point. Because they make this really big deal out of the fact that, like, this is their her parents' alma mater and how great it is, and it's a school for werewolves and witches and outcasts and all this other stuff. And they've been sending her to the normie schools over and over again, and she's getting kicked out of all of them. And it's like, um, hey guys, uh, maybe you <laughs> should have started her there. Like it probably should have been school number one, not school number seven. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with this. I really, this is going to be a series. It's, it's funny because we even just discussed this last night is that next season of this that comes out, I'm like, we're going to have to wait until our baby's asleep and in bed. Before we can watch it. So I think we're already starting to uh, coordinate our TV viewing time in the near future. 
Um, above and beyond that, Richard, what was oh, your dude. final rating of the series? I'd give it like an eight. Okay, I'm good with. That. I was going to say four out of five. So I mean, I'm I well, Jesus. I think that's the first time we've been like right there. So Greg, <laughs> uh, I'll give it a five out of seven. Did wait? Did you actually watch Wednesday, Greg? Yeah, I watched it all the way. Fuck! You haven't. Why didn't you say? You haven't said a word. I didn't dis. I didn't disagree with anything you you guys were saying. Even when we were prepping for the show, you didn't say I watched Wednesday too. Why would I like? Just I'd rather have you assume I didn't watch it and then watch it than want me to watch it and not watch it. So this is my favorite thing that's happened today. This is my favorite thing that's happened today. Just because Richard's about to go from like shock and awe to just like. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad, but I'm just like. Oh, you gonna be? <laughs> I'm baffled. <laughs> Hold on. Oh shit. <sighs> anyway. No, it was good. I agree. Uh, four out of five is right where I'm at. I think it's an appropriate rating for it. I think there's, which is crazy because I mean I still think that there's plenty of room for them to improve and grow the series and do a little bit better. I was really hoping for a payoff at the end with the replacement for one of the characters that will not be with us in season two. Yeah. And you and I can talk about that when we're not on the show because I don't want to give it away. It's it's funny. It's like, there's going to be spoilers and you're like, I don't want to spoil this for anybody. Yeah, I (laughs) know. But the people who listen to us, they're not going to turn it off at that point. (laughs) Let's be honest. All three of them will not stop at that point. They're committed. It's like a fix. You need the full thing. Um, I think we can get caught up on other stuff, but like it is a new year. Um, you know, 2022 was good. We're hoping for better for the three of us moving into 23. Obviously, there's big life changes coming for a couple of us. Mostly me. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're really hoping to uh, kind of grow this show for the few of you that are listening right now we do want to be able to bring something that's a little more <sighs> substantial is not the right word but we want to give you something a little bit heavier to chew on moving forward and we want to make sure that we can provide you with something that's going to keep you laughing and keep you entertained and um you know those of you listening now it's i i i would like to and i think the other two on here would probably be okay with this i just want to express like my gratitude and my appreciation for the fact that you do continue to listen to us and no matter how much bullshit i talk or how little greg does or how <laughs> animated we try to get richard to be um you know everything we do is just to try and make it feel like there's just a bunch of us sitting around a table just shooting the crap having some pizza and watching as kevin McAllister just say rubbish on tv um so and to the two of you, thank you for, again, it's been, fuck, this is year 10. Year 10, guys. Year 10. Think about that for just two seconds. <laughs> 10 years of this nonsense. Longer for the two of you, but uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate Not much longer. Yeah, because 2012 playoff run, man, was one of the first times you guys had me on. That was basically our first year of doing this. Yeah, it's, you know, who'd have thought that me following Jamie blog on Twitter would have led to me 
hearing about this podcast and then downloading it and listening to the two of you and then giving feedback and then Richard being like, Hey, you should just come on the show. I just told you that Richard was tired of me. (laughs) Four episodes in, I'm sick of this. I need something. I need a proxy. I need a filter. Somebody to stop him. We need a gre- we need a grease man. This is not working. <laughs> uh, uh, in a scant ten years later, you're thinking about naming your child Greg. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good luck with that. We're thinking Gregor. Yeah, Gregor. Yeah. Gregor. Yeah. Do yeah. something. Take the Y out. <laughs> and just so you know, that's not an indication or preemptive spoiler for the gender. Oh, we know, we know that's not happening. Come on now. <laughs> no, you'll never find my body. Yeah. <laughs> I'd help her hide it. Um, but... I'm saying, Ashley's over, you know, still recuperating from from having the baby. Johnny's in the corner, frantically scribbling on the birth certificate. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Nothing. Let me see that. No, not till I'm done. Yeah, you're gonna so, ask for a new no, form. Just to right get back now. to it. It's it's been nearly a decade. And thank you guys for, you know, bringing me into this. And it's, it feels like it's just never been anything but the three of us doing this. And I mean, I know it's gone through growing pains and I know we've talked a million different things. And I know that we keep talking about a 10,000 calorie burrito. And I know that it's going to drive Greg nuts until the day that he's six feet underground. But at the same time, we appreciate that some of y'all have put up with this for as long as you have and how I remain married is a mystery at times because she listens to me talk on this and now you can just see the head shake but you know i want to thank you guys for this year i'm looking forward to a better 23 thank you all for listening um if they want to get a hold of you guys on twitter how can they do so at richard versus and at woe gregory you can contact me on the recently resuscitated at versus podcast followed by an underscore where I will continue to troll and lull at everything I deem fit. Um, above and beyond that, enjoy your new year. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay warm. Richard. Have a good week, everybody.